Welcome to Genia Conversations Redefining Healthcare. I'm your host, Andrea Durkin, and today I'm talking with Genia's president and CEO, Heather Lavoie. We're talking about the digital front door and how the strategy helps healthcare organizations, their members, and their patients. If you enjoy our conversation, follow us wherever you get your podcast to hear more from Heather, as well as other ways to use technology and analytics to improve healthcare. Let's get started. Today we're here with Heather Lavoie, the CEO of Genia, and we're going to be talking about the digital front door. So Heather, let's start with what is the digital front door? So it's a strategy that meets patients where they are, digitally engaging them at every touch point along their healthcare journey. And so it means actually meeting patient expectations, coordinating their care, resolving issues at the first point of contact, and using technology and analytics to personalize opportunities for proactive care. There are both health plan as well as some very mature, um, you know, hospital organizations that have already begun employing a single digital front door. You'll see it certainly in some of the large national insurers um, that have made the requisite investments to at least have comprehensive data associated with members so that they can access it at first point of care. Some of them even have gap in care information readily available and or utilization information readily available um, so that when someone calls in, they can provide some opportunities for um, education. Some hospital systems like Mount Sinai um, have made investments also in a much stronger consumer experience and are trying to present that information so that a person is known and feels known at their first call or contact into the organization. So why are healthcare organizations like Mount Sinai and others implementing a digital front door strategy? Sure. So I'll start with the easy one, which is for health plans. Uh, you know, health plans have um, been sort of at the bottom of all industries as it relates to consumer satisfaction. So for them, it offers the real possibility of reversing high levels of customer dissatisfaction, certainly that have plagued them for years. Neither health plans nor hospital or provider organizations have ever been viewed as customer centric and patients in hospitals as well have often had to work at odds with the industry to have their needs met. Whereas mostly all other industries, right, you know, telecommunications, consumer goods industries, they've had to be laser focused on simplifying the customer experience and meeting the customer where they are. Healthcare has lagged significantly behind and the juxtaposition between other industries and healthcare has made that very, very pronounced. So why does the digital front door matter to patients? Patients want to be known. They want to be understood. They want to be heard. They want their plan of care to be reflective of their individual needs, of their preferences, um, maybe of their religious beliefs. And if, frankly, if it were individualized, care would be far more effective and health outcomes would be higher. What often is they encounter a choppy health record, a rushed visit, service agents or representatives, receptionists who don't have a complete picture of them. And having a complete information about a patient situation can mean the difference between um, medication compliance or a hospital admission that's costly and potentially unnecessary. And it could be as easy as also understanding a transportation barrier is actually um, preventing access of um, medication refills and arranging pharmacy delivery could help overcome that barrier. 
So, you know, knowing whether or not a patient falls into a high risk category and proactively managing their care can literally, particularly as it relates to even medication adherence, um, mean the difference between life and death. And so knowing them is of critical importance in their care um, for the simpler things, but also for um, the, the significantly life impacting things as well. So can you give me an example of the digital front door in action? So at Jania, we like to talk about a patient that um, we've named Lucy, who has diabetes. And, you know, a great example that we've had of, of Lucy is if she's concerned about uh, the potential for exposure to COVID-19. So she's concerned. She happens to live with two teenagers and is also a part-time caregiver for her um, 73-year-old father. In an easy scenario, she calls her primary care physician's office and her call is answered by an intake specialist. And when she tells that intake specialist that she potentially has exposure and she wants to know if she should get a test in an ideal scenario with a digital single digital front door and a comprehensive record, that intake specialist accesses her patient record and she can readily see that she has diabetes, which puts her at higher risk for COVID impact. She can then ask her questions that are supported again by a digital front door record, which asks, you know, about her exposure, if she's had travel from a high risk area or in a community with known spread, whether she's symptomatic, and she can record all of the information about symptoms. And based on the responses, she can then refer um, Lucy over for testing and then systematically follow up with an email, providing her educational information as to what to do if she's sick as well as provide her with testing information. And that clinical assessment along with an email are saved within that digital platform, within that care management platform. So all of that record of that interaction as well as the materials that are sent to Lucy are saved. Now in other industries, that's the norm. In healthcare, oftentimes none of that is recorded. Comprehensive information isn't known. Um, And so the use of that platform is key um, component of their digital front door strategy. So it means the doctor's office immediately understood she was at high risk for COVID-19 because of her diabetic condition. Given her symptoms, they were able to quickly route her for testing, and then they had a comprehensive record of all of that information. From a health plan perspective, if she were to call into a health plan and they employed a single digital front door strategy, then she would call them to determine if COVID testing were paid for by the insurer. The member service advocate at the health plan would answer her call. As she answered the call, detailed information about Lucy would then come up on the screen. It would include information about certainly her diabetic condition, about COVID impacts based on that and her risk. It would provide information about gaps in care. It would have information about her use of services and it would allow them to provide a comprehensive plan based on all of the information that were presented right at that time. So they not only would have benefit information, but they would have detailed information about Lucy. They would also be able to easily see, is she engaged in a care management program right now? Based on her condition, she should be, but maybe she hadn't been already enrolled. And so they would be able to take that opportunity to get her engaged and enrolled in the care management plan, not a follow-up call later, but actually warm transfer her over to a clinical service agent who could then begin working with her and make sure that she's enrolled and understand the resources that are available to her. And again, all of that information documented and shared across a service agent as well as the clinical care team. Sounds simple to those that aren't involved in healthcare, but 
but anybody who knows sort of the inner workings of healthcare, that is actually something that is rare to non-existent, but certainly um, does exist in certainly in other industries. As a patient, that sounds great. And I sort of wonder why we don't have that now. And I suspect it's harder than it sounds to do. So how do healthcare organizations start? So at its foundation, a single digital front door strategy is reliant on data, that it needs data to help then support not only all of the insights about the individual, but even just to your earlier question, having all of the biographical information, socioeconomic information, barriers to accessing transportation, other information that helps. So all of those are come from a myriad of sources. And so you need to start with not just an analytic system, but sort of a data ingestion, as well as an analytics platform that helped to support all of those touch points. Again, very common in other industries. Amazon knows exactly who you are and what you like and where you're going and what you're doing as much as Facebook does. But healthcare, despite all of the deep, deep information we have about an individual, it isn't necessarily always brought together, aggregated, and served up in a way that's useful. And so at the foundation, it certainly is data that then helps to support that personalization, but it also requires a customer relationship management or patient relationship management platform that then leverages that data that can then capture the interaction in a comprehensive way, and also then provide that feedback of that interaction into the analytics, um, also to provide sort of further insight as to what works and what doesn't in terms of outreach and engagement and support. How important is prioritization of the data and the insights, whether it's to the member services rep or to the health plan or to the hospital or to the provider's office? Sure. So it's incredibly helpful. So I'll use, you know, one of our, I won't name, but one of our customers by way of example. So they have over 700,000 members as part of the health plan. There is no way to economically support every single one of those 700,000 people by an individual touch point on any given day. And so you have to be able to take in information and prioritize outreach and management of that population. Not everyone needs you on any given day. Um, not everyone needs the same thing. We can use the information to help prioritize who are the catastrophic, who are the chronically ill, who has sort of the highest risk for admission or readmission to the hospital who might be healthy but is actually on the cusp of moving over to the rising risk. And based on their preferences, their preferred means of contact, um, we can actually outreach to them differently. We can outreach to the healthy. It could be maybe via text. We could outreach to the rising risk based on their preference. Um, in certain conditions, we can push education out to them. For some of the chronically ill that are of higher risk, we may be outreaching and, um, and engaging with them on a more personalized um, nurse to member or patient contact level to work with them to understand their current needs to help arrange for transportation for them. Um, it could be even if they have um, chronic obstructive pulmonary disease, it could be arranging to have an air conditioner installed in their house to help keep them safe and out of the hospital. And so depending upon the needs, interventions may vary. And some of those interventions may be automated and that exactly might be in fitting with the preferences of the individual. And so um, for those 
700,000 people, there may be 700,000 slightly different ways that we would be interacting. Healthcare hasn't worked in that way in the past, but that's where healthcare is going. So what kind of results can healthcare organizations that are doing this expect? You're going to have more active participant in their individual healthcare journey. And so whether it's a patient or a member, they're going to be more actively engaged if it's according to their preference and it's based on their individualized needs. You know, health industry likes to throw around terms such as compliance or adherence, right? And so those imply that patients do or members do as they are told. It doesn't necessarily mean that they're actively involved in the planning, um, the decision making, the degree of control, and their preferences. For healthcare to be improved both in terms of cost and quality outcomes, patients have to be at the center. The things that we always say that patients are at the center, no, patients actually have to be at the center. And we can't pay lip service to that. They have to be known. They have to feel like they're known, but they actually have to be known um, so that care can be within their reach, can be within their control, and ultimately all the levers in quality, healthcare use, cost, satisfaction will improve as a result. And that's not something organizations should just expect. It's something that they will realize if they actually implement. So for organizations that want to go on this journey of creating a digital front door, how can Jania help? Um, so certainly we have uh, analytics. So we do the identification and stratification. We have a library of predictive models that help to prioritize patient outreach, including impact from COVID, um, but a number of predictive models for admission, for complication rates, onset of a disease like diabetes, so that you can help understand where a patient or a person is in their individualized situation, where they are on their healthcare journey. So we have robust analytics. We also then have a platform. So we've injected all of our analytics into CRM and patient relationship management platforms. So on Salesforce Health Cloud, for example, um, we're actually publishing out to a customer service agent, whether that person is at a health plan or whether that's a patient service representative at a hospital or provider organization, we're publishing all of that information about the person, whether that's demographic information, predictive information, gap in care information, preference information, conditions to create cohorts, all of that is published out. And then the workflows contained within that we've customized um, then reflect evidence-based workflow that you could help someone along their journey. And the system itself and that PRM or that customer relationship management system then captures all of that interaction and has that available then to any of the either um, providers coordinating care or the service agents and clinical team members at a health plan who are participating, whether that's the notes, whether that's emails that are sent, um, whether that's campaigns that are run. We provide those systems that, that actually effectively do all of that. Thank you to Heather Lavoy and to you, our listeners, for joining us. If you enjoyed our discussion and want to hear more like it, subscribe to Jania Conversations on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. The views, information, or opinions expressed by the guests of Jania Conversations Redefining Healthcare are their own and do not necessarily represent the policy or position of Jania LLC. Many thanks for listening.